Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I'm Michael. And we have another person in the dysfunctional Intel Saviors family. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. A little a little person. Yep, a little baby boy. Speak. Yeah, born on uh, August the 10th. Originally, it was supposed to be on uh, the Monday prior, but so my wife went in for an appointment on... The Friday before, the Friday before last, and you know, they as soon as she's like about to leave her doctor's appointment, they like stop her and they're like, "Hey, you know, we had you scheduled because she was getting induced because the doctor kind of recommended it just because she's older and everything." And plus, I think he he, he yeah. had a vacation coming up and he wanted to make sure this baby got out before he went on vacation. Motherfucker, you know how these doctors are. So. They told her, like, yeah, you know, we had someone who it was more of an emergency for them to get the, you know, to get the induction done. And since you're really healthy and everything and it's not necessary, we're going to bump you from it. And we're like, fuck, because we kind of already had it planned. Like, you know, I said last time we did the show and I told you, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it Sunday or Monday because Sunday night I figured we'd be prepping to get ready to go. And we had to be there at like six in the morning. So... That fucking threw that off. So I was pissed because I'm like, God damn it. Because I, I wanted to just get it done too because I don't want to be like three in the morning and her reach over and wake me up saying her water's broke and then, you know, go through, you know, fucking Keystone cops tripping on everything, trying to get bags together. And, you know, so I'm like, oh, damn it. So I was pissed. And I told her, I was like, well, can you see if they got any other days like around there or something? So they checked. And they're like, well, the only time we can get you in is August 21st. Well, the only problem with that was her original due date was on the 14th. So it's like, that doesn't really fucking help, you know? So yeah. I, we're a little shitty. And I was kind of pissed. And um, so, but there's really nothing we could do at that point. So I went to work Monday and Tuesday, and, or Monday. And then Tuesday, um, she got a call from the doctor and he's like, hey, something came available on the 10th, you know, that next morning or the next, uh, or on Thursday morning. But, because she had just been in and stuff and he was like, you know, but you're not quite where you need to be as far as her dilation and all that fun stuff goes. So he wanted us to come in Wednesday evening so she could start kind of getting some drugs and stuff that would, you know, kind of get her going. So by the time they gave her the medication stuff for the induction, it would, you know, flow a lot quicker, so to speak. And so I ended up jetting out of work a little bit early Wednesday, went up to the hospital um, did all that nonsense, got situated Thursday morning. I think they started the induction process about six thirty or so in the morning. 
and she didn't have the baby until nine o'clock that night. <laughs> so Damn. it was a, it was a long fucking day, dude. <laughs> and I'm just like, come on, dear, you got to get this baby. <laughs> the, the longer, longer he stays oh, in shit. you, the more, more time we got to stay in this hospital. Cause they, it's like mandatory. You have to stay for at least 24 hours after. So because it was so late yeah. at night, we already knew we we're going to be there until Saturday morning. And then he kind of had jaundice pretty bad. So they did like some, this photo light therapy on him one night. So, I mean, we didn't even get out of there. I mean, we ended up spending you know, three days at the hospital, three and a half really, if you want to call it the Wednesday night. So it was a fucking thrashing dude. And um, <laughs> so I had a moment at the hospital where, so after she'd given birth, they moved us to the another room and stuff. And so she was going to try to breastfeed. And so they have like these lactation nurses come in and they'll, you know, teach them how they're supposed to do it properly and, you know, how to situate the baby and what to look for at the baby and blah, 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 all the nonsense that goes along with it. So we're in the room and you got to remember, I mean, this is first couple nights the baby's been out. I mean, like she had him at nine o'clock that one night, but by the time they cleaned him up and they did like the skin to skin time with her and they moved us rooms and everything. I mean, we didn't get to sleep until like maybe one in the morning or something. And then of course, newborn babies every two or three hours, he's crying and you know, up and stuff. So we're dealing with him. So we're kind of getting this routine going. So we're just yeah, fucking beat, man. And then, like, we had to stay the extra day because of his jaundice and stuff, getting the therapy. So I'm just, like, I'm fucking, I feel like a rat in a cage, man. I'm, like, ready to get out of the hospital. It's making me crazy because, like, nurses, and I kn- they're doing their job, and I know this because I get it from my wife. But, I mean, it's, like, every 30 fucking minutes, one of them's just coming in the room. And most of the time, they don't knock or anything. They just walk in. They're checking on stuff shit checking her out checking the baby out getting him taking him to do something yeah. and it's just like you can't get to sleep or nothing you're just like oh, i'm fucking losing my mind and so this lactation nurse comes in and like i said i'm tired cranky anyway and she's going through the fucking motions telling my wife all the stuff to do and then she like kind of stops and stuff and she's like we had the tv on there's like the news and this is like the day of or the day yeah, it's the I think is the day that Trump, you know, through his little hot sports opinion that next time North Korea does something to upset him, where he's gonna, they're going to feel oh, fire Jesus. and fury like no fucking buddy has ever seen on the planet yeah. Earth, uh, except for maybe the people of Hiroshima, <laughs> you know, and Nagasaki. Let's not forget them. I'm sure they've seen fire and fury like that before. Um, so. I mean, we just had the news on the background stuff and she kind of stops and she's looking at, she's like, she says, I haven't had a chance to really see the news. What's going on? And I'm like, uh, you know, cause it's politics talk. So I don't want to get into it. Cause my wife, I don't <laughs> want to be yelling at me cause I'll say something shitty. Yeah. And I'm like, and I was just like, uh, I said, it's just, you know, this North Korea thing. I'm just generic and stuff. She goes, no, she goes, seriously. She goes, I, I want to know what's going on. I haven't been able to see. It. I was like, well, I go, Trump's being tough guy, and he's, you know, threatening basically to start, you know, a war with Korea because they're, you know, launching their little missiles and talking shit. I said, but, you know, you know, the thing is, I go, and I'm, like I said, I'm pissy and tired. I'm like, you know, it's funny to me that a guy who never served in the military, 
Nobody in his family's ever served in the military. A guy got five deferments is such a tough talking guy, you know, when this is what the Korea, North Korea does. I mean, they talk shit because he's a dictator and he wants his people to think he's strong. He, they've been doing this. His father did this. His grandfather did this. They've been doing it for 50 years, 60, 70 years. Yeah. I'm like, they're not going to do anything. They just create they these missiles the and launch them. So it gives... Exactly. And that's all it is. He's just keeping his people in line. I go, he's not an idiot. I mean, he's somewhat crazy, I'm sure, but he's not an idiot. He's got it great. He's basically the ultimate... I mean, those people in that country are his little slaves, and he rules over them, and he has the greatest life of all time. (laughs) He's supremely... Everybody kisses ass, you know. I go, why would he start a war when he knows that it would be... That would be it. It's game over, Johnny. You know, fucking nuking the whole country and you're out. So it's just a game. I mean, you can go back. Bush had the speeches about it. Obama had the speeches. You just take it in stride. You know they're crazy. Just let it go. You don't provoke them and start making these crazy ass accusations and you know like we're or you know like we're we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. You can't do that. And Trump has no fucking clue. So I'm being shitty about Trump and stuff. And she's like. She goes, well, do you think that, she goes, well, but Korea does have this and does that. And I was like, Korea's not going to do anything. They don't have the capability to hit us yet. I mean, they they say that they do, but guess what? They're saying that a decade ago, too. You know, it's like our intel is, I don't trust them 100%. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense for them to do that. This is just what they do. I said, if we go in there and we drop bombs or do anything, then South Korea Japan, all those people, you're talking hundreds of thousands of people will be killed. We've got tens of thousands of soldiers in those places. They'll all be dead immediately, you know, and I'm like, it just makes no sense. I just, I go, this is just exactly what I expected when he got elected. And I think this is one of the things we talked about. I said, I think the biggest concern people should have is North Korea when he got elected. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, she goes, well... She goes, yeah, she goes, my daughter um, lives up in Seattle, and she's like, they're really extreme up there, and as soon as she said that, I know where she's going, <laughs> you know, yeah, she's, you're a Republican douchebag, okay, yeah, she's ahead. like, they're, she's like, they're really far left, and, you know, we try to talk about, you know, Trump and stuff, she goes, I'm not gonna lie to you, I voted for him, and when my daughter found out I voted for him, me and her argue, had an argument, and she won't even talk to me now. She's, you know, she just, she's really mean to me. She won't <laughs> talk to me. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk to you anymore now that I know this. I mean, you can get the fuck out of this room, you know? And it's funny because yeah. my, my wife my is baby to just be a fucking looking Nazi. at me. Get the fuck know, out of here. She's looking at me look like, don't say anything. <laughs> well, no, because my wife's all nice and stuff. You know, she's like looking at me. She like give me that death stare, like don't say anything, don't say anything. And yeah. I'm trying. I'm actually being nice. I'm not like cursing at her and stuff. I'm trying to explain to her like this is what North Korea does. Blah blah. Trump's an idiot, and he's gonna start something that you know. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I just don't know. You know, I'm just you know with the terrorist and all this. She goes, I think you know we we can't just sit back and let these things. I'm like, it's nothing it's gonna happen i said unless we provoke it i said it's just like isis or these other things i go these are all creations of ours because of the things that we've done in other parts of the world getting involved in things we didn't belong in and stuff you know and she's like well she goes i just you know with trump she goes you remember 9-11 i'm like yeah i'm vaguely familiar with it <laughs> you know <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I recall it. It sort of rings a bell. She's like, you know when you saw the people jumping out of the buildings and because like they had to make a choice, like they were going to either burn to death or they could possibly jump out and and maybe there'd be a net to catch them. I'm like, yeah, sure. (laughs) Like I know. I go. Nobody ever thought that. Well. But it's, well, I mean, that's kind of why they're jumping, you know, the the people. So I understood where she's going, but she's like, you know, I just felt like the election was either you could stay in the building and burn to death, referring to voting for Hillary, or you could jump out of the window and possibly there'd be a net catch you. And I I just looked at her and I was like, really? I go, I never thought of it like that. I go, I wasn't a Hillary fan. I go, but... Voting for Trump to me would be more like setting yourself on fire and then jumping off of the building. <laughs> and my <laughs> wife is just, my wife's just giving me kind of like, she's just kind of like got felled smile, give me evil eye a little bit. Like, don't start this with this old broad. Cause this, she's like in her 60s. She's an old, you know, gray white hair broad. And, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm starting to get my voice. I know it. And I'm trying to be nice. So I'm starting to get a little shitty. And then she starts talking about like terrorism and like EMPs being like the North Koreans sneaking EMPs, which if people don't know what that is, it's electromagnetic pulse. It's basically like you hear about dirty bombs or something like them bringing like briefcase nukes in and blowing up like, you know, a small city or something. This is a little different situation. EMP would take out electronics. Yeah. It would basically shut down. It could take out power grids and stuff. Yeah. And she's like saying that she read or heard. I'm like, I thought you didn't keep up the news. But she's saying like, yeah, I heard something about the North Koreans may try and sneak EMPs in and take out our power and this and that. And I'm just like, that's. They don't even have those. I go, that's a conspiracy theory nonsense thing. I mean, I'm sure they they yeah. have them, but not like on that scale. You get that I'm on like, InfoWars? I, I, dude, I almost wanted to ask her. I'm like, oh, you listen to Alex Jones. You're a crazy fucking bitch. <laughs> but she's like talking all this crazy shit. And I started getting a little frustrated with her. I'm like, yeah, hey, I know what you're talking about. I said, that's all nonsense. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to brush her off a little. And she's getting these calls. Like they got these little like pager things they get calls on and she'd got a couple calls like kind of like requesting her to go to rooms but she's no she's putting them on hold because she's having this talk with me and she's trying to convert you i know yeah she's trying to make me a little trump bot and so then i i don't know there's a couple other little things here and there and then she goes into the whole thing about well you know i she goes i guess i I, you know, I'm a conservative because, you know, I'm pro-life and they're the party that's pro-life. And I was like, I, I almost wanted to be like, oh, that's why you voted for Trump because you're a Christian conservative. The guy, you know, who was married three times, cheated on his other two wives and his second wife got married. You suggest he suggested to her that she might want to get an abortion. That pro-life Christian. <laughs> yeah, I remember him. Not the woman who's married to the same man her whole life and has a daughter with her and stuff, you know, the actual family in it. And I just, I was already getting so frustrated. And I just, then I kind of went on this little thing about, yeah, I go, there's always those people out there that are one issue voters and they don't take into account that that one issue may be great for them if they're candidates for it, but it only may affect a few percent of the population, whereas, you know, military policy, monetary policy and stuff affects 
you know, tens of millions of American citizens negatively. <laughs> I said, but, but I go, that's fine. If you want to just vote on a single issue, even though it pretty much will screw the majority of the people in this country. I said, I mean, that's your right. And then she got a little huffy and she's like, well, you know, another thing she goes about liberals is, you know, they're trying to take rights away from Christians and I was like, I go, oh god! When she said that, I would have fucking went nuclear on her, dude. As soon as she said that, I was like, what? I go, are you kidding? Take rights away from Christians? And like, literally, right then, she's like, oh, she was getting another call. She was like, well, I got to go. <laughs> she fucking yep, left. You're about to get your ass torn apart, woman. I got. Oh my god! I was about to fucking just. I wanted to get up and hit her. As soon as she walked down the road, I was like, that fucking bitch. And my wife's like, I know. <laughs> she was just, <laughs> she goes, just don't start fights with people up here. These nurses. I'm like, that fucking Taking bitch. rights away from Christians. Oh fucking my God, cunt. dude. I almost fucking lost my shit, man. I, I, I just could feel the fucking blood pressure rising. And I got mad and kind of sat up. And I was like, I go, are you serious? <laughs> I go, <laughs> I go, you got to be kidding me, man. Yeah, liberals. We're always trying to... That's the one thing about us liberals, man. We're always trying to fuck over those those poor, poor Christians that don't have any say in how things are run in this country. Poor Christians that hate gays. That want to take away women's reproductive rights. (sighs) That want to protect Mm -hmm. people that diddle kids. And well, who want to force their religion on other people as far as, you know, you can pray in school, but it only needs to be for the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, we need to keep in God we trust on the dollar bill. Um, you know, we, we need to have Christmas everywhere, but, you know, fuck Hanukkah and everything else. It's got to be Christian. Yeah. I just, like I said, when she said that liberals persecute christians dude i almost that was it dude i was just about to fucking like someone's gonna fucking die today (laughs) this is not gonna fucking happen i'm taking this old bitch (laughs) out oh i just this is this is texas the state that i live in everybody oh my god it's everywhere that is what they're fed you know in their churches and their congregations in the rhetoric from the news media that they eat and regurgitate it is that, you know, Christian values are under attack, and it's like, well, no, we're just trying to say that you can't persecute people because of who they are. Yeah. You can't keep... Plain and tra- simple. And yeah, you, you cannot can- force your religion down people's throats and not give everybody else a fair swing. Yep. It's like, uh, well, you know what? It's against God for you to be transgendered, but I support Trump kicking you out of the military. Granted, he's too big of a pussy to serve. None of his family's ever served. And most of these fucking right-wingers and these neo-Nazi fucks and these motherfuckers, they've never served or anything. But they're tough. But, you know, the ones who want to (laughs) serve because they want to be called, like, fucking, oh, I don't know, fucking, you know, Christine instead of Chris, they're, they're the fucking, they're the problems. Let's not let them do what you're too much <laughs> yeah. of a fucking pussy to yeah. do. Oh, it's They're so f- the reason for the downfall of America. It has nothing to do with income inequality or systemic racism. None of that. Nope. It's transgender in the military. That's it. We found it. We found the key. Yeah, it's... I don't know, man. It's so... It's, it was so ridiculous. I was so pissed, and 
And my wife's just like, uh. I was like, she's like, Michael. And I'm like, I didn't fucking start it. I go, she started talking politics with me and I tried to avoid it. Like I literally brushed her off on it. Like, eh, I'm not going to get into this. And then she, she's like, no, no, I, I want to know your opinion. This and I'm like, you really don't <laughs> believe me. <laughs> Cause I, I do play <sighs> to be a do sometimes. Like if I'm arguing, especially with the, a, a Republican or a right winger, especially when it comes to like this war shit, like the Korea thing, I will throw in my military card. I was like, well, you know, I served in the fucking army. So, Unlike uh, Trump, you know, I'll, I will be that guy sometimes. I'm not gonna lie, but it's like, yeah, it's like you fucking bitch, man. It's just, oh, I'm so Christian and I love the Lord and I love little fucking babies and you know. But it's cool if we fucking go nuke a Muslim country or something because you know, Muslims, terrorists, because <laughs> Muslims, terrorism, <sighs> Muslims. It's fucking sad, man. That, that that was that was I mean other than that like I said the whole hospital experience was sucked because it was just I couldn't wait to get out of there but that just fucking that put me over the edge <laughs> I wanted to choke that bitch out so that was bad the icing but on see, the cake yeah and like I got told my wife time. yeah and I told her I was like it's not my fault I go I could be as shit as I want because she started it I said dude because my wife works at the VA so they have a policy like it doesn't matter because okay so she's working with yeah, mostly they, they can't bring that stuff up oh dude she can't ever talk politics or anything i mean it doesn't matter if she's talking with someone who who she agrees with if she gets busted i yeah. mean she's she'll get in trouble like and i i'm sure in the private sector it's probably not as much like that but i would think it's just like you know you always told yeah you know you know don't bring up religion or politics and mixed company you know kind of thing yeah it's just etiquette yeah it's i mean i get it this is texas and i'm a white dude so she's probably like conservative but then i also have the asian wife so she might look at that and be like i don't know (laughs) i don't know about this one (laughs) he does have an asian wife so (laughs) it's a tough one (laughs) he might need saving you might want to fucking hold off sullying our white heritage i wanted her to say that too fucking throw the nazi salute at me (laughs) you're a disgrace to the whites bringing that half child into this (laughs) it's like look man this race only has about another hundred years. And, and when I say race, I mean the human race, the only race that matters. We only have about a hundred yeah. years left on this fucking planet anyway, before either we run out of water or we have some kind of fucked up war or something. So it's like, I don't give a shit as long as it happens after I'm out. But it's like, I told my wife, I said, hopefully this kid will be able to live a full life. I said, any kids that they have, I don't know about that. I ain't telling them that. I mean, let them do their thing. They want to have kids. I like to have grandkids and shit before I kick the bucket, but I don't think it's looking so hot for them. Especially, I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. Just like I mean, I've said it a million times. It's not, not like I have to get into it again, but like I said, just the election of Trump to me signifies pretty much the end of this country as we know it. Like the whole ideals and everything good that could have happened in this country, I think you could pretty much write it off now. So... <laughs> I mean, it's so I'm just, doom and gloom. I it I know, but I feel that way, dude. I mean, I just feel like we're gonna have more Trump-like candidates now. I mean, there's always been a few. There's always been a couple crazies that run, and some of them get elected. Yeah, you know, but not at this high level, and not to this extent. And you know, I made fun of it a, a couple weeks ago, like uh, the whole Kid Rock saying he's gonna run. Dude, they're doing polling in Michigan amongst Republicans. 
like uh, there's a couple legitimate candidates like Republicans who are thinking about running and they put Kid Rock into the poll and he's like beating them two to one, like all the legitimate candidates. I mean, Kid fucking Rock, dude. Could you imagine him in the Senate? Ugh, it's just what the fuck, dude? <laughs> it's like, what? So yeah, let me let me lay this down on you. So we got this like healthcare shit, and it's like fucking terrible because some black guy put it in there. So we need to get rid of that shit, and we need to put this other crap in there. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but I'm just gonna tell you it's fucking it's dope. Ugh. You're gonna fucking love it. Um, by the way, here's this new track that I laid down with Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> He's I lo- what the fuck? I love. I don't know why I went Shania Twain. That's way outdated. I don't know, but I, I, I like it. Although she's Canadian, so she might not fucking be feeling him too yeah, much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Although he did that duet with Cheryl Crow, and she's pretty lefty, so who knows? Yeah. He, he brings people together. I know. Aw. I, I love Kid Rock, though, because he's like the perfect symbol for Republicans, because he's a Midwestern guy who is rich people don't know this but his parents had money he did not grow up poor he grew up very well off he's midwestern but yet when you look at him and listen to his music you'd think he's a southern you know he's just dirty southern appalachian motherfucker you know has these country and bluesy roots and you know he's so fucking i mean dude Waves he's like the confederate flag oh my god dude he's like he puts on such a fucking bullshit image, you know, and people eat that shit up. It's like, motherfucker, you're from Detroit. Your parents had fucking money. What the hell, dude? It's like, yeah. I like, it's like Eminem came from Detroit. That dude is fucking street. He acts street. He's legitimate. You, yeah, n- you're not fucking. Yeah, leg- he grew up in a trailer park. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like, fuck you, man. You goddamn asshole. I've always hated him anyway. I remember my ex-wife liked him, and me and her got in a fight about Kid Rock once because I hated Kid Rock so much. Yeah. <laughs> we had a fucking dispute, a, a, a verbal dispute. When he was first like starting out, um, I, it was like a proud moment to be a Texan. But it, I think it was a Coca-Cola Starplex. He was like the opener for somebody. I can't remember. Um, nobody knew who the fuck he was, but he came out and he mm-hmm. got booed off stage. They told him to fuck off. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he just <laughs> They didn't know the People greatness like, of the kid fuck yet. Fuck you. Yeah, he came out like with in a Santa Claus outfit or some shit. <laughs> they just booed him right oh, fucking off. I mean, right there. Said, fuck you. Get the fuck off stage. We don't want... You. I think it was actually like a... Almost like a festival kind of thing. Fuck, I can't remember. Jeez. Shit, whatever. I just, I couldn't do But yeah, and then like a year later, he was like super fucking popular and all over the place. So I was like, God damn it, this fucking guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, people. Anyway. I don't know what's good. (laughs) God Um, damn, man. It's funny because like we've only haven't done the show for a couple weeks and it seems like a month. Like before we started, I was talking to Eric and... He's like, well, because we picked a couple of weeks ago off because nothing's happened. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, every you we if we like I said, we could almost do the show every other day now because there's always something, always. Yeah, there there definitely was a shitload of news that came through. <laughs> I there's this thing on CNN. I thought this was kind of funny. 
they uh, did like this list of shit that's gone on in the Trump administration over the last four weeks. <laughs> this is funny. I'm going to just kind of run through some of these. So he fired Steve Bannon. That's a new one. Fired Rance Priebus. Hired John Kelly. Hired the Mooch. Fired the Mooch. Uh, hired his fourth communications director. He publicly shamed Jeff Sessions. He re- the repeal and replace failed. Uh, he shamed the GOP people that didn't vote for it. Vo- tweeted out about the transgender ban. Um, he made a Boy Scout speech political. He then he lied and said that the Boy Scout leader called him and says the greatest speech he ever heard, which is a lie. He said he had a conversation with the Mexican president at the wall, which the president he said it was a lie. Thank Putin for kicking our people out of the country after we put those Irish sanctions on them. Um, oh, fuck, what did he say? Oh, yeah, he complained about all the leaks in the White House and then came out and said that he loved leaks again because there's some other shit about Hillary that came out, <laughs> I guess. Um, he told those cops up in whatever, New York or something that rough he could that they could rough people up. Um, God damn it, man. I'm trying to remember. Some of these, I, I just wrote them down real quick, but I forgot. Um, the Guam thing, after North Korea threatened to nuke him, he like called the governor or whatever he is of Guam and said, hey, at least this will, he goes, this will probably help tourism. I'm like, no, dude, they're they're threatening to nuke that fucking place. People don't want to go get yeah, nuked. Yeah, it's not going to help. People, yeah. He, People um, stay the fuck away. He threatened to invade or get involved in Venezuela because of their problems. Um, the Charlottesville shit, which I know we'll probably talk about here a little bit, fucking said that it was both sides' fault that the Nazis killed a woman. <laughs> so that was, you know. Um, God damn it, what else? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, the his little uh, CEOs of all that little council, his little business council, all said, you know what? Oh, eh. yeah. The <laughs> yeah, we're out of here. American Manufacturing Council or something yeah. like that. Pe- uh, yeah, peace out. We're out of here. Um, God damn, man. I don't know. There's And then there's a few, I think. It's like all this and just just in the last few weeks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, it's too much. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> just can't keep up with all of it. Oh, man. No, it's been, it's been hell and wills. Like I said, I've been kind of watching the news, but not as much. I just kind of check Twitter every once in a while when I look on the thing. See, oh, let's see what's trending. Is there any crazy yeah. shit going on at the White House today? Yeah, I did see something funny. I didn't read the entire article, but um, apparently the Secret Service came out and said that they're broke. I wonder why. They ran out. Of, they specifically said because of Trump's many visits uh, and travels to all different destinations and stuff, and. Uh, the size of uh, the people that he brings with him and stuff that they have to secure and cover. That it's just, it's too much money. It's fucking ridiculous. They're running out of money. Which, I mean, uh, is it really a bad thing if the Secret Service has to slim down a little bit right now? Mm, you know they're not going to do that. Eh. They'll, you know, Congress eh. Congress appropriate more money for them. They're not going to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll sign something immediately because they want to keep president cunt in office oh, for some reason god yeah i read the other day that like at his pace he's going now they'll have spent more money on like the travel and security like you said in the f- one year of trump that it that they spent in all eight years of obama protecting yeah. his family and trump tower yep. and because i guess it's his adult kids and their family and children and everything have protection too 
So, I mean, it really extends yep. out. There should be some kind of a rule. Like, it should be the president, the first lady, and if they have any kids under 18, they, they should get protection. A- yeah. Anybody, over 18, fuck you. Yeah, anybody after that, I mean, cousins. Especially and, rich assholes. Oh, my God, I know. Especially rich assholes. Get your own fucking security. Yeah, and then when they're fucking making them rent a fucking floor at Trump Tower to watch that shithole, it's like, really... That's where half the damn budget's gone. It's gone right back into Trump's pocket. Yep. Because they had to pay to rent yep. golf co- uh, carts, that fucking that floor at Trump Tower. It's just like, dude, seriously? Uh, what are you going to do, man? Taking America for a run is what he's doing. Yeah, I mean... All we can really hope for, like I said, it's one. It's it's that fucking you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because everybody wants him impeached, which isn't going to happen because the process is way too difficult. It's not going to happen, and or you know wants him to fucking resign or something. It's like you might as well keep him in, dude. It's the best thing for this country right now. It's like, look, sure he can start a war <laughs> and get us all killed that way tomorrow. <laughs> There's that risk. There's no doubt about it. But, on the other hand, <laughs> there's enough people around and they could probably get the, you know, smack him around, take the button away from him and stuff. Like, it's he's probably not going to be able to start a nuclear war. I'm sure there's some protocols in place for a crazy president to just fucking decide to do that. Um, however, it's like, I, I heard someone else talking about this the other day, too. It's like, you can have Pence, who understands how everything runs, and will get... Like, you don't like Obamacare? Good, because it will get repealed under him. Because things will happen under him. Or you can have Trump, who's the biggest fuck-up of all time, and just ride this next three and a half years we have left of this, Eric. (laughs) Three and a half years. Uh And uh, just watch him keep self-sabotaging, and, you know, and then nothing really gets done, but, you know. But, hey, the... The one good thing about it is all these militias and like racist organizations that started multiplying under Obama, he's he is bringing them together. You know, he said he's going to bring the country together for once. He's bringing those people in the country together. <laughs> At least we're seeing that. You think I can uh you think I can sue Trump voters for emotional battery? <laughs> emotional distress disorder or some shit. You know that's a good. Yeah, I want. You know that's not a bad I, idea. I, I think. I think. I think we should get like a you know a group together and get some like really high high profile lawyer to take the case. What's and go after the Trump voters and just literally take money out of all their fucking pockets. I need to get a hold of uh, that glory and give them glory all red and give them to our uh, snowflake fucking Democrats. <laughs> Uh, fucking assholes. I'm telling you, man, because he's emboldening people. Just like that nurse. She felt perfectly fine just spouting her crazy fucking shit to me. Oh, yeah, I mean, we clearly saw it in Charlottesville. Without a doubt. There was I, no doubt at all. And I, I love how people are like, oh, I don't know why people are blaming Trump. That's like blaming uh, Obama for Black Lives Matter. It's like, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Black Lives Matter was in response to police brutality and violence and killing unarmed black kids. These motherfuckers, however, do feel emboldened. There were reporters on the field 
Vice did a really good report where they followed these people and talked to them. And yeah, all I saw fucking time they were yeah. talking about Trump this, Trump that. Trump's a great guy. Trump, Trump, Trump. They fucking love him. Mm-hmm. So don't give me that bullshit that it's not Trump's fault. He has a lot to do with it. And then he definitely, you know, puts fuel on the fl- in the, on the flames by saying, oh, both sides. And then coming out and then defaming and then coming back and being like, well, <laughs> they're not all white supremacists and bad people. It's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? But yeah, uh, so you did see the Vice one? Some. Yeah, it was it was pretty good, dude. I was kind of surprised did, at how candid s- some of those people were. Yeah. So that main, the bald motherfucker that thought he was all badass with all of his guns and shit and his small little dick. Did you yeah, see Chris, like some of the videos after the fact? Yeah, his name's Chris Cantwell. If anybody wants to look him up. Yeah, I yeah, saw was, the video after the fact. <laughs> where he's like crying and shit. <laughs> Like, oh, I don't feel safe. Uh, I think uh, it's like, dude, you were sitting there saying you're perfectly fine with killing people. Uh huh. You said that, and you said you were making yourself more capable to do violence. Uh huh. And then you shake in your boots like a fucking little pussy. Uh huh. Because you can't take the heat. What the fuck do you think's gonna happen, asshole? Especially well, like- when you're doing it simply because. Of somebody's fucking skin color. Yeah. I I love it. I, I love to see it because I saw that and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, it's typical of extreme right wing fuckers or gun toting psychos too. How they're real tough when they've got their weapons or they're in a group of their own, you know, more people that are just as fucking crazy as they are. You know, and they could spout their bullshit and everybody's all fucking, you know, laughing and fucking giving high fives because they all agree with their ridiculous sentiments. But then when they get alone and then like this guy, I think what happened, the, the cops were looking for him. Like they had a warrant out for him for, I don't, I don't, I, that's a part I didn't really get on to inciting violence because he is threatening, making threats like I will kill someone if I have to and shit like that. He was saying stuff like that. So, and then he's all bawling about, it's like. Oh, the cops are coming after you and stuff. Better watch out. They might shoot your ass, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> you better get ready for it. Ask the black people who fucking deal with that shit every day. You know, you dickhead. Yeah. But yeah. I gotta say, man, I wish. Let these motherfuckers. I like this whole thing starts because of these monuments being taken down and stuff. And I've almost, I kind of look at it a, a a couple ways. You know. I almost think of it like people are protesting to take the monuments down. Taking the monuments down doesn't change behaviors. It doesn't change attitudes. It's not going to really, it's not changing history. History is what it is. I understand the psychological thing of it. Like I, I listen to some of the black people talk about, well, the older ones especially say, you know, I come and I see this statue of Robert E. Lee or something and, and what he represents, you know, and what, you know, my family and stuff. And I get that. But I think sometimes you need a reminder, like, you know, this is the shit show that America was. Let's not try and go back to that to an extent. I, I don't think the monuments, to me, it, the symbology or whatever, it doesn't mean anything. And 
But if they take him down, if they don't take him down, it doesn't mean anything. I don't think it's worth getting killed over. Like, when these little fuckers have their rallies around it and stuff like that, I, I wish that these left groups and stuff would just avoid it. Go have a rally somewhere. I'll stay the fuck away from them because you know they're violent. You know they're fucking crazy. We know what their mindset is. It's like... And then you get... Like you said, Trump gets up there and... Oh, both sides. Nah, it's not both sides, dude. These people have a hateful, vicious agenda. They don't know their history anyway. They're there to protest, to keeping up a statue, just purely because they know that it is offensive to another culture that they despise. That's their whole point of view on it, you know? It's it's a terrible thing, you know? And I watched, um, like you're talking about Vice, they had a thing where people in Germany... It's like in Germany, you're not allowed to have Nazi symbology up. Like you can't have swastikas, flags, and shit like that. You can't have big posters yeah. of Hitler saying "I love Hitler" and shit. Like you can go to prison for that over there still. Um, it's that's uh, that's a no go in fucking Germany. But they still have neo Nazis and stuff over there. Um, even when I was over there yeah. in the early '90s. And uh, outside of Nuremberg, where the Nuremberg trials happened, we used to go there and hang out a lot on the weekends. We we witnessed one. I actually have video of it somewhere um, where we saw, like, these kind of neo-Nazi groups trying to – they're handing out flyers and shit, and they're having a little rally in one of the squares. But, you know, it's not – it's so looked down upon because Germany's so – they're ashamed of their history. Like I said, they've pretty much – for a long time, they kind of, like – banished anything that had to do with that part of those years of their history um they're a little bit more open to it now like acknowledging it but like i said you still can't walk around with swastika flags like that they're not fucking having it and because of trump getting up and saying hey these are fine people they're just sticking up for what they want i mean what are you going to do you're going to take down all these monuments and then we're going to take down washington monuments and jefferson monuments like completely equating the two like Nathan Bedford Forrest who used to be like the grand wizard of the KK like the first one and Robert E. Lee are on par with George Washington and Thomas Jefferson you know it's a ridiculousness of like that and then you know like you said it's just giving them more fuel you know throwing fuel on the fire like you said because it empowers these motherfuckers and you got David Duke and that Cantwell guy and all these other white nationalist leaders saying, yeah, see, that's Trump. Trump can't just come out and say it. So he uses like, you know, those little dog whistles and stuff. He's telling us, you know, he he's on board with us. He's on board with us. And that's what they're saying. And they all believe that shit because it's true. He is. Yeah. But then like, yeah. So Germany's having rally. They had a big rally last weekend because all the neo Nazis are there felt empowered because the president of the United States is basically a fucking neo Nazi and on board with their shit. So they felt empowered and had a big rally in Ger- and I don't know if it's in Berlin or not. I saw it on like on a Vice report, and they had big fights over there. Man, they had the difference is they don't have guns and shit over there <laughs> like we do. So you don't have to worry about that as much. But, yeah, they had a bunch of clashes over there. They had a bunch of cops get out in riot gear and have to split people up and everything. So it's like it doesn't just affect our country. It's like people have to realize when we have a psychopath in charge, he is he's not the leader of the free world, in my opinion, anymore. But the president normally has that moniker. So when he is spewing this shit and falsely equating, you know, the two sides, it does embolden this shit, not only in this country, 
but in other countries as well, you know? So it's, it's a tough yeah. thing. It's a tough situation. You know? Yes. Yeah, as, as far as the statues go, I think, I mean, they should be taken down, put in museums. Yeah. I, I agree. We shouldn't forget history. You know what? That's a good, that's a good put idea. Them in fucking museums. I like that idea. And then put a plaque underneath it that says, this cunt fought to own people. Yeah. Exactly. Done. Exactly. Every, you know what? <laughs> you don't need it in a public space. You know what? That's exactly what you're right. That's what they should do. They should keep them, put them in museums, because some of these statues are 150 years old. But you're right. They should have a plaque say, this General Robert E. Lee fought for the South against the United States of America, traitor to the United States of America. Uh, yes. You know. Yes, a the, fucking traitor. Every one of those Confederate soldiers was a, a fucking traitor to the United States of a America. Traitor. Yep. Which is probably another reason um, Trump likes them. He's got something else in common with yeah. them. Another thing is context. Like you, you look at the reason why you know Washington Monument monument is put up. Why there's monuments uh, to Jefferson, so on and so forth. But when you look at these Confederate soldiers and generals monuments. They were put up mainly in the early 1900s as a propaganda campaign after the South got its ass handed to them, uh, yep. saying that whites were still superior. It was a propaganda campaign of them trying to fight, still mm-hmm. fight, this stupid ideological war that they are superior to blacks. It was a yeah. symbol to oppress. That is specifically why they should be taken down. I mean, that's that's what I don't understand why people can't get that. Even people that seem rational, you know, that are not necessarily Nazis or whatever, and they're like, oh, well, it's history, blah, 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 heritage. I'm like, no, fuck that. If it was heritage, those statues would have been put up right after the war, but they were put up 50, 60 years after the fact, and they were put up as a campaign to show whites' dominance over blacks. Context means everything in this matter. Yeah, I saw something on that. I think, man, it might have been like Rachel Maddow show or something where she showed like a graph where like they put up all these statues and like there's a few of them, like you said, in the 1800s. And then I think it was the what the sisterhood of the Confederates, sisters of the Confederates, daughters of the Confederates, some shit like that. Some women's group is actually a women's group. That's the one that got this going. And then you could see, like you said, like right in the like the early 1900s, like, it, you know, a few statues, few statues. Then the 1900s, poof, the fucking thing shoots all the way up. So you're right. I mean, that's what it was. It was a campaign to try and, you know, kind of bring that shit back and turn them and the heroes again, because you know, the South, what else do they fucking have besides obesity and fucking uneducated assholes? Um, cause you know, the the South will rise again, Eric. I don't know if you're aware of that, but there is some, there is some good things going on in the world. Like game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, yeah? Let's do What's some that? game of Thrones talk. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna allow you to begin the Game of Thrones talk because I just watched the second episode. Um, I watched it a little bit late, so it's a little bit more on my mind. But I'm second episode. A little, I'm trying to remember because we got to. 
or because we got well, we've got two to do. Uh, the last episode. Yeah. So I know what you mean. your memory's better than mine because you you're better at details than me. So you can kind of start and then we'll do like last time. I'll just kind of fill in a couple things. I get. Um, well, I mean the the latest episode is what's the most fresh in my mind. Um, of course. But fresh. the episode, yeah, the episode before that though, I I still thought was a, a very solid episode. Um, you know they. Jon Snow had hatched a plan to go up and capture a white, as they call them. Uh, not necessarily a white walker, but one of the little drones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, to take to King's Landing to kind of prove to Cersei that, hey, these shits are real. We need to refocus our efforts and fucking take them head on. Otherwise, everybody's going to be dead. Um, you know, and there was uh, some interesting things as far as, you know, Jon Snow, he actually touched dragon um and you know the dragon queen Daenerys she kind of mm-hmm. took notice to that as to holy shit did he really just fucking do that you know cause up until now you know nobody besides her had ever even approached them you know cause it's a fucking dragon why the fuck would you want to approach that whether or not it's a friendly that's on uh-uh. your side still scary as shit what nuh dude what Oh, There's I guess, one uh, yeah, I guess. Tyrion. Well, he didn't touch them, though. I mean, he took off their collar, but it wasn't like the same kind of. I thought he, he, would, I thought the one got close to him. I thought he did touch it. No, nah, I think he just took off their collars. I might be misremembering that. Maybe, maybe you're right. I thought that those, because I, I thought that when that happened, I was like, wow. Because I saw something or I'd heard something on like the rumor mill thing. Cause I don't know a lot about the story. Like, you know, we used to talk to our old buddies on the show, Brad Boggs, who read the books and stuff. And there's something about like the, the triad, something about the three, something, you know, like, cause there's the three dragons and there's like three people for the three drag or some shit. And I'm like, Oh, Tyrion, Jon Snow, they were able to touch. I, maybe I'm, you know, I might be wrong on that too, but I thought Tyrion did touch one of those fuckers, well, man. I mean, one of the dragons is dead now. Well, undead. Yeah. Yeah. Dead and then undead. Spoiler. But we'll get <laughs> no. into that uh, later. But really, I mean, I I just, uh, damn, I'm trying to think of what else was in that other episode. Um, you know, you had a little bit more conniving from Littlefinger. As far as him trying to pit, uh, you know, the two sisters against each other, Arya and Sansa, which seems seems to be working. Seems to be working, but I've got a theory on that. I'll I'll approach that a little bit later. Um, you know, he planted a note for Arya to find. Essentially, that was the note that um, Sansa sent to Rob way back about coming to King's Landing and bending the knee for King Joffrey, her beloved. King Joffrey, you know, and we knee. all know it was the note that she was forced to sign and write. Mm-hmm. Um, but out of context, you know, if you're Arya just getting that information, yeah, it looks pretty fucked up. Um, so you know, she's trying to pit them against each other. Um, Bronn is not Bran anymore. He's fully on Free Eye Ravened. Um, you know, he just completely lacks emotion whatsoever. Uh, and 
comes up with like the most fucked up little remembrances of his siblings. (laughs) 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 Um, so yeah, that's all kind of fucking crazy. Um, Oh, I guess did we did we see the uh, the dragons ticking down the or the one dragon ticking down Jamie and the uh, did we see that before the your kid? No, the no? the battle was after it. Okay, yeah. So there are three episodes then. Oh man, I guess there have been. Yeah, three. Jeez. Um. Yeah, God that episode it. was and, fucking. And it's badass. almost over already. Yeah, Ugh. that episode was fucking badass. Uh, Jamie didn't die, but that was pretty sweet. Um, we did see that the dragons could be hurt by those giant freaking crossbows, whatever they want to call them. Mm. Um, the sc- is that the sc- scorpion something? Yeah, the scorpions. Scor- yeah. Uh, it didn't take it. Uh, I mean, I guess it brought it to its brought it down, but it didn't kill it, and mm-hmm. it just went fine. You know going after the white walkers Oof. um but yeah the last episode so there there's some things first off the aria and sansa thing it's kind of getting annoying to me um to the extent of i don't understand why aria is a master of knowing when people are lying to her but can't see that her sister is not lying to her that doesn't really make much sense to me um, but what did she really lie to her about? I mean, she told her, she goes, no, you she weren't... hasn't. She hasn't. And that's the thing. Like, Arya thinks that she is lying. And it's like, well, you're supposed to be this great, masterful person who can tell when people lie. I And so... you're failing miserably, noticing that your sister's not lying. I understand it's like the Luke Skywalker thing where she didn't finish her training. Yeah. But maybe that's she's got, yeah, yeah, she needs to go back to Dagobah for another season. I think Yeah. I see, I don't think it's like she thinks she's I think that she just I think she knows that Littlefinger's up to no good. And I I think she's just annoyed at the fact because even Sansa knows that. Like she even says, Yeah, I know he's a fucking douchebag and he's up to no good but yet she still listens to him and takes his counsel and stuff I, I don't understand Sansa like I think her character I mean granted dude I get it she's been through a lot but man she's uh, she, I don't fucking trust her like she seems real cunty you know now and stuff yeah. and she seems a little power hungry and I think that's what Arya senses it's not so much like you're lying to me it's just I can see that yeah. You're enjoying this too much. Oh, look, you're in mother and father's bedroom. Oh, you and your fine fucking clothes. You having a good fucking time being queen? You know why John's away? Uh, it's like, yeah. I think that's more what it is. I think it's her attitude and stuff. Arya's not pick. She's not because Arya's like warrior fucking princess now. Like I don't give a shit about the frills. I'm here to you know kill some motherfuckers and yeah. Put away I mean, my it's enemies. the same dynamic that they had in the early seasons. Oof. It's the same dynamic. It's just now they're adult and able to kill one another. Yeah. Well, I know who I put my money on. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah, so one thing, uh, well, I guess a few things about that. You know, I, I clearly Sansa senses, you know, that Littlefinger can't be trusted and shit like that, and she doesn't need to trust him, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the fact that he told her to get uh, Lady Brienne 
to pretty much kill Arya. is mm-hmm. kind of what he was alluding to. And yeah. then she purposely sent Brienne to King's Landing. Yeah. You know? Like, at the time, it was like, what? what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, they were just talking about Brienne, and she agreed with him, and now she's sending her off. Well, that's... Sansa pretty much saying, I don't trust this motherfucker. So I'm sending her off, because he's going to try and use that to his advantage. But... Here's my prediction on that kind of whole strife and crazy storyline. And um, my prediction is that this is going to happen in the next episode. Littlefinger's gotten fucking sloppy. Because you notice in the last episode, she talks about where did Arya get this note? And he says, I have no idea. Arya drops that bomb and says that she found the information from Littlefinger. He's done. He's dead. I think he's going to die. He's getting sloppy. He's getting fucking too... He's getting too greedy and thinks he knows it all. And that's when people fucking die in Game of Thrones. So that that's my prediction because nobody big really has died except for the dragon. And even then, you know, they're not really... They're characters, but, you know, they don't have dialogue and shit like that. So, um, so nobody really big has died. I they clearly don't want to kill off any of the people that went up north because they had plenty of opportunity to kill them off in that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they killed a lot of the, the ancillary hounds. guys, but yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, Jon Snow, um, what's-his-face, the big guy that's in love with Brienne. Oh, yeah, 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 the red-headed uh, the wildling guy. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, and there's been plenty of other times, you know, kill off Jamie. They could have done that easily. There's a lot of other big characters that they could have easily killed off. Yeah. But they haven't, so I'm I'm thinking he's on the on the chopping block. Um let's see. Oh, so you did have, you know, Jon Snow and all that Mary Bander brothers <laughs> going up north <laughs> to capture that. Um I think they kind of did some disservice because it was they should have broken up the scene a little bit because they played it too much back to back so it didn't seem like any time had really lapsed and then you know you expect an audience to believe that a raven went all the way down to Daenerys and then she got on the dragon and flew all the way up yeah that was the one problem it's like you didn't really like I just assumed that you know time has amassed but you didn't really do a good job conveying that. I think they should have broken those scenes up, like kind of. A, I know they're trying to condense it into one episode, but yeah, there was a lot of dialogue and shit that they could have just axed. I mean, some of it was fun, you know, like uh, the big guy talking to the hound and uh, talking about how you know he's a ginger and gingers are beautiful because they're kissed by fire uh-huh. like him. <laughs> And, you know, you had the hound talking to uh, what's-his-face about wincing and shit. Um, you have the other guy talking about, you know, uh, walking's good, fighting's better, fucking's best. Um, all that kind of shit. You know, the whole the whole polar bear thing. I mean, as badass as that was, that yeah. could have been axed. I, I agree the with you. The zombie that. polar I bear. Think... Yeah. I mean, that, that was fucking sweet. Don't get me wrong. But... The, it, all of that could have been fucking taken down and they could have just started the episode with them getting trapped on the little island 
and then finishing the episode with them getting saved. And that would have given context to well, I gotta say the time that, I mean, elapsed. The, the one thing, thing with them, because you know they're finishing off so quick, you could see that they are condensing stuff. I mean, I think the beginning part with them going like like you said, all the little chats between them, I think that's kind of just kind of it's a way to tie them all together. Like, hey, you know, I was with your father here. Hey, I did this. I think it's just kind of but I think it's because they have condensed it so much. Cause you could like, man. This season, like, everything's just bam, bam, bam. You know, like, in the past, like, dude, like, watching uh, Arya, you know, get trained up by the faceless fuck, that, I mean, that took a whole season for really not a lot of bang for your buck. Like, that storyline was wearing my ass out, dude. I was so tired of her and that whole s- sequence, you know, because it took so long just throughout the whole season. Just And I'm like, oh, my God. This season, it's like every fucking thing is just go, go, go. And they're trying to you could tell they're trying to cram it all together so much. I think that sequence at the beginning was great because like I said, it's everybody's kind of like having their little quick conversations, kind of tying them all together. Like, Hey, remember from fucking back here, these, how we, you know, go together. And this is this. I mean, I kind of like that stuff. Like you're right. The polar bear stuff and everything like that. It's kick ass. Awesome. Special effects. love seeing it, but the way that they filmed it, you're right. I, that was my biggest problem with it was just the time thing. Is almost like it, like you said, it almost happened like ten minutes or something. Like he shows up, they send a raven, and then there she is. And it's almost like um, there's been a couple little things that have been like you're talking about Jamie from the episode where he went to go after Daenerys, and of course, uh, Bronn knocks him off into the water. They're like at the lip of a river, and. Then, he knocks him three feet over the lip, and it shows him going under. It looks like it's a 40-foot fucking drop. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? There's, there's been a couple things where I've just kind of been like, I don't, what are we doing? <laughs> I've kind of shaken my head out this year, but, you know, it's like, whatever. They're, at this point, they're just... There's, but there's, it's funny, because I thought if Jamie dies here, yeah. which I knew he wouldn't, because after it ended, my wife's like, you think he died? I said, nah, he ain't going to die. I said, none of the main characters will die until the end, and it'll be like a big Reservoir Dogs fucking thing. They're all in a room, and they just all fucking shoot at the same time. That's how it all ends. <laughs> but I was like, nah, he ain't fucking died. Although I thought it was awesome, like, when you see him falling in the water, how it's flailing, and it made me think back to, like, when he pushed Bran out the window, you know, and they do the slow motion of Bran falling. I was just like... How ironic, you know, it's just they put oh, that same yeah. imagery if that's only, but he did survive, so he could die at the end of Reservoir Dogs style. But Jamie lives his fight another day. Oh, that's one thing that was from I think the episode yeah. before that we didn't hit on how Cersei so pissed about him losing all his men, like it's his fault to the dragons, and basically saying, We can't do this, this is over, Holmes. And how she fucking threw out the the pregnancy thing. Oh, yeah. Do you think she's really pregnant or is she just telling him that so he'll fucking stick with her? I mean, she's a manipulative bitch, so I don't know. I mean, I I would think that she is, but I I mean, who knows? Um, Oh, yeah. Another thing that we forgot to mention was, yeah, um, uh, was... uh, What's his face? The the fat guy. The hell's his name? Oh, um, <laughs> if you wouldn't have said the fat guy, the fuck I the fat told guy. You. you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Maesta. Maesta in training. Yeah. 
God damn it. What the fuck is his name? Whatever. <laughs> but whenever his chick is talking about the book mm-hmm. and how this guy, like, you know, he logged his bowel movements and blah, 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 blah. And then she lays out this bombshell and he completely dismisses it because, of course, he doesn't know the context, but talks about how mm-hmm. uh, the Mad King actually got an annulment from his marriage and then secretly married, uh, you know, the Stark, uh, what's her face, his uh, his sister in secret. So that, that kind of changes the dynamic because the entire time, like, you know, uh, they've been saying that she was kidnapped by the Mad King, but it turns out that they yep. were actually in love and got a secret marriage. Yep. And then that also cements Jon Snow yes. as being the rightful heir to the throne. And Daenerys' brother, which is funny because it looks like they're tr- trying yeah. to make them have and a little close action. Oh, they're, <laughs> yep. They're, they're getting googie eyes at each other, especially there at the end of uh, the last episode. Oh, so much fucking brother-sister gangbanging going on. It's awesome. More more incest. It's so awesome. fucking so hot. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> so, yeah, I, I don't... I mean, I hope that that comes back up because that would be such a waste to have that information out there and then do nothing with it. But I don't see how they, they couldn't bring that back up. Because that's huge. I don't, yeah, that, I don't know, huge. man. She stole them fucking books. Maybe she'll take them back because he's... He's hauling ass up the. That's, yeah, they they took the books with them, so maybe maybe they'll get back to it eventually. I mean, I'm sure it's. I mean, you know, it's going to come out then. Whether I think they will. Whether it's fucking Mister Three Eyed Raven going back, which is a little weird because they had those segments with him going back and seeing bits and pieces, and then they've just kind of cut that out entirely. You know, I expected to see a little bit more flashback think... and forth with him, but. We'll see. I think he's going to play a much bigger role yeah, next season. I do too, especially with the dragons. Because right now, you know, it it's not it. Yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot that he has going on, um, and that he can do and help. But I think that uh, next season, it's going to be he, he's going to be a huge, huge uh, factor in a whole lot of information and possibly even fighting. You know, when it, when it comes to the White Walkers and stuff. Um, one thing, I don't know if you caught it or not. I, so, uh, in the last episode, you know, his uncle comes out of fucking nowhere and saves his ass. And a lot of people were like, what the fuck? Like, that's the weakest plot point ever. Like, this guy comes out of nowhere. Here's what I think. It, if you watch the sequence of when John is coming out of the the water, if you look at his sword, the color of the eyes on the sword actually change right before he pops out, or right as he pops out of the water. They change. I I I don't know how, but I think that it was the three eyed raven warging into his sword. And then warging into their uncle saying, hey, hmm. you need to go fucking save him. It's always possible. You never know what's going on. I'm uh, Well, so the season wa- finale. Watch the sequence. Watch the sword. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'll go back. I'll pull it up and check it out. So we know one thing. The dragons 
are not going to fucking be able to defeat the White Walkers. They may be worse to take in a battle against them <laughs> now that we know. Uh, now that we know that they can. Uh, they they did. They they well yeah. But it's a. They did do some heavy yeah, damage. But it's though. a two-edged sword because if you get it, well, and also the one good thing is we saw that when they had they took on that small group when they took out the leader of that group. It took all of them down. So they know now, if you take out the main guy, it sh- yeah. that should be all you need to do. But getting to him is going to be the fun part. So, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm curious oh, yeah. to see how the finale is going to go. Because usually the penultimate is the more ambitious show. And this was an hour and 15. This is one of the long. I think this was the longest show they've ever had. And it did add a lot of stuff to it. And it set up some things, yeah. but... So next week's going to be interesting because next week's pretty much when they they all meet I up together, right? Try and form alliances to take down the White Walkers. Yeah, they're gonna. Oh, can't wait yep, to see how that goes with yep. Cersei. And you and you got some interesting characters that are going to be coming together. So you have Jon Snow meeting Cersei for the first time. Mm, yeah, that's true. They that's they've true. never met the, this entire freaking thing. They've never met once. They know of each other. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Um. You have the Hound that's going to be in the same proximity as Brienne. Oh, not just that, but his brother, Zombie Boy. And his brother, too. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So he's going to see what's become of his brother. So it's... And then you've got, of course, um, you know, the Lannisters kind of all coming back together. And we know how Cersei feels about uh, Tywin, so... Or Tyrion. Should be interesting. The dwarf. Um, Yeah, the only thing, I, I mean... It'll be curious to see how all that goes, the dialogue and what exactly is said. Um, I'd ser- I don't even think Cersei's really going to ever become... An- she's not going to align with them, I don't think. I don't think, but I-, I could be wrong. She might align with them with the I idea of offing even, them as soon as Even she when can. they produce... Yeah, even producing the White Walker, I don't think it's going to change her mind. Yeah. Um, I just... I don't but, see... I just can't see where this episode's going to go, though. I can't see it being all-out exciting. I don't see... I mean, if they're going to group up, you got basically you know a few different factions together. I don't see anything... Like, anyone dying in this episode or anything like that. I, I, I don't... I'm just curious to... I don't know. I, it's like they've all been really good. And like I said, they've been really condensed. They're putting so much together. But I just don't know where they're going to go in this last episode. You know, to set up the final what six episodes or something, which ought to be hell on wheels. Yeah, I mean, from the previews, it's just I can't gauge a lot of it, and I don't read rumor mills and stuff like that because I don't want to be spoiled, you know, and get ruined on something that could possibly happen. I don't know. It's gonna be fascinating seeing them all together, but I just I don't know what's gonna in store for this episode. I just cannot predict anything. Like. We can usually throw out a couple yeah. things. Like last year was easy. I could easily predict, you know, them fucking blowing up the whole goddamn, <laughs> you know, killing all the, the religious nuts in town and taking out the queen and all that stuff. Seriously, I knew. I mean, that was, you could see that happen. That was an easy tell. This, I can't, I don't know. I, I mean, I just, I cannot gauge ahead of what the hell's to come. So. Yeah, my only prediction is Littlefinger biting the dust. You think he, oh, you think he dies in the finale? This finale? Yep, I think so. Man, see, I I know that's, that's my prediction. Now I do think he is not going to make it to the end. There's no doubt about it. But man, I just don't. You know that would be a good off off story because the 
the focus will be on the meeting of the minds. So yeah. they have to have a couple fillers. That could be something. Who do you think? Ta- yeah. Who do you th- I hope to see? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, who do you think will take him out? Arya, Sansa herself. Arya. I think so. I think Arya. Yep. I think she'll take care of him. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping that they kind of do some White Walker history background esque stuff as like a cliffhanger kind of thing. That would be good. Yeah, have Bran have one of his visions and then kind of go back. That's a good way to end it to yeah. show some stuff. And really, the only re- the only reason is because there's just there's way too much mystery about them, and for a show with as much content and detail that there is in there, you know, it it would be really sad if the White Walkers were just as one dimensional as they seem. Yeah, which is just hey. Let's go kill fuckers. It's cold outside. (laughs) (laughs) That just doesn't seem... uh, I want more to them than what we've gotten. I'm hoping to see something. Yeah, the White Walkers are kind of like the neo-Nazis. You know, they're fucking marching (laughs) to town. And and Cersei's going to be like, Hey, you guys, it's both sides. It's both sides here. There's some fine White Walkers. (laughs) Yes. We're going to White Walker wash this bitch. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. And then we can be pissed off and have to wait another fucking year to see six more episodes. Uh, hopefully they won't do that because I know they've got them all in the can. So hopefully they'll just be like a six month down or something. I hope they don't pull this. Oh, they shot them all? I, that's, I thought that they were doing them all at the same time from what I'd read. Uh, I, might, I, I, oh, I, I really haven't read up on it, so I don't know. I, might, I just assume that they hadn't. I might be wrong on that, but I thought they had already, they had already shot them all. If that is, Fuck that's it, awesome. Who knows? Who could possibly know? <laughs> but, alrighty, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, fuck it. Check out our friends at Poblocked and Seven Four Two Evergreen Terrace. I still remember it. Uh, check out our other shows: Andy and the Bradtastic Voyage. And whenever Michael gets around to it, the utterly pointless podcast. And don't even bother with my show. It's bullshit. Um, yeah, that's it. Aww. So, season finale, bitches. Get it on. Four, three, two, one.